Hello and welcome to The Budget Mouse, a podcast that will help you have the best possible Walt Disney World experience, even if you're on a shoestring budget. This week, I'm sharing why Animal Kingdom Lodge needs to be at the top of your Disney World bucket list and how we stay there on the cheap. Welcome again, everyone, to episode eight. I'm Leah, the blogger behind The Budget Mouse and The Frugal South. I visit Disney World several times each year, and I'm not rich. I just have tons of tricks for doing Disney on the cheap. I want you to have the incredible vacation you deserve, so I'm sharing all of my tricks with you on my sites and here in the podcast. This week's show is about my hands-down favorite resort of Walt Disney World, so let's dive in. I went to Animal Kingdom Lodge was in 2010. I was on a trip with my husband. It was his first time ever visiting Walt Disney World and my first time visiting as an adult. I had been a bunch of times as a kid, but it was my first time planning a trip of my own as an adult. And I had read about this restaurant, Boma, online and heard it was great. So I booked us a dinner buffet at Boma. We were on a free dining package and staying at Pop Century. Well, we walked into Animal Kingdom Lodge and my jaw dropped. This place was the most gorgeous hotel I had ever seen. I was amazed. We went downstairs, we ate at Boma. I was also amazed. I had never had any food like that in my life. And I remember walking out of there afterwards and thinking, one day I want to stay at this hotel. I'm sure it's out of our price range at this point, but I'm gonna find a way to do it. Well, now, eight years later, I've stayed there maybe 10 times. It's probably close to 10, if not over. And I'm going to tell you my secrets of how we do that on the cheap later. We have not found um, wealth (laughs) in any way, but I have found a way to stay at Animal Kingdom Lodge for actually less than Pop Century. And I'm going to share my secrets with you at the end of the show. So every week in the Budget Mouse Facebook group, which if you haven't joined yet, you should. It's really fun and people will help you answer any questions you have about your Disney World vacation. I do a poll every week and weeks ago I asked, what Disney World resort is at the top of your list of where you'd love to stay? And because you all have great taste, you picked Animal Kingdom Lodge as the top choice, followed closely by the Polynesian, which happens to be another one of my favorites. So I figured there's definitely a lot of interest in learning more about Animal Kingdom Lodge and it deserved a show. As you may have noticed, I have strong opinions and Animal Kingdom Lodge is no exception. So I'm gonna give you all of my reasons why I think it needs to be at the very top of your Disney World bucket list. If you don't have a Disney World bucket list, why not? You need one. So here are the basics of Animal Kingdom Lodge. It first opened in 2001, the original main lodge building, which is now called Jumbo House. And it's actually set on a 33 acre wildlife preserve. The preserve is the animal's full-time home. They don't go to a separate place to sleep at night. The wildlife preserve is home to more than 200 mammals and birds on three different savannas. And the savannas are the Arusha, Sunset, and Uzima savannas. And there are different animals found on all three, but giraffes are found on all of the savannas. 
Now, in 2009, a second part of Animal Kingdom Lodge opened called Kadani Village, and the original building was renamed Animal Kingdom Lodge Jumbo House to differentiate the two. So there are actually two sections of the same resort. If you're staying at one part, you can use the amenities at both parts. So many people don't know that. I'll get questions. Can I use the pool at Kanani Village if I'm staying at Jamba Hus? Yes, they're technically all just parts of the same resort. Now at Kanani Village, you'll only find Disney Vacation Club villas. And I'm going to talk about the different room types at Animal Kingdom Lodge later in the show. Now, Animal Kingdom Lodge is regularly listed in the top 10 family resorts in the world by Travel and Leisure Magazine, and in 2011, Animal Kingdom Lodge also earned AAA for diamond status. So it's not just me that thinks it's a great resort. It's a consensus here that it is an outstanding hotel. First, I want to talk about kind of what makes it different and a special experience staying there compared to other Disney resorts. So first, there's this incredible collection of African art spread among both parts of Animal Kingdom Lodge. You'll find it in the lobbies, but you'll find it also tucked in little nooks in the hallways of the resort, kind of when hallways come together and meet, there's often an art display. And it's actually the largest, I've read at least, it's the largest collection of African art outside of Africa. So taking time to walk around and look at the displays and the African art is one of my favorite things to do there. So at Animal Kingdom Lodge, you'll also find cultural ambassadors from Africa. These are young people who have taken a year of their lives to come and learn the hospitality business at Animal Kingdom Lodge. And also participate in the daily operating of the activities at the lodge and are there to answer questions and basically there to engage with people. And some of the best times I've had have been talking to these amazing people who are there at Animal Kingdom Lodge working for a year. They're oftentimes homesick and so they want to talk about their home and tell people about it. And it's just a wonderful addition to the experience of staying at a Disney resort that you might not even think about. So in addition to the um, people from Africa, we have African music that is played throughout the resort, which I love personally. We have an amazing collection of South African wine at Jiko, which is one of the restaurants I'll mention in a minute. And arguably, I think the best free resort activities of any resort at Disney World are found at Animal Kingdom Lodge. So those are just some things that I think set it apart. Now let's talk amenities and pools. If you're like me, you like to spend a lot of time at the pool. And so Animal Kingdom Lodge's pools are fantastic. There is a main pool at Jumbo House, and there are two hot tubs and a kiddie pool at Jumbo House as well. At Kadani Village, oh, oh, and the water slide, a really fun water slide at Jumbo House that my daughter has gone down so many times, I don't even know. There's also a main pool at Kadani Village, two hot tubs, and a water play area that has a kiddie pool in it. Their incredible water play area at Kadani Village is like a mini water park, as far as I'm concerned. It's got buckets that dump on your head and sprayers and slides and so many water features. It's a joy. It's really fun. So you'll also find playgrounds at both resorts. At Kadani Village, it's kind of built into the water play area, but there's a great separate playground at Jumbo House. You'll find amazing gift shops. The one at Jumbo House is larger and has fantastic... I mean, everything you'd expect at Disney World, right? They excel at the gift shop. Um, you also have concierge desks at both resorts to help you with any part of your vacation. 
Now let's talk dining. One of my favorite things to talk about because the food at Animal Kingdom Lodge is so good. I think it's one thing that sets it apart from other resorts. Now there are other resorts with amazing restaurants. Grand Floridian comes to mind, the Contemporary, Polynesia. I mean, there's lots of good restaurants at Disney World, but I really like the offerings at Animal Kingdom Lodge in terms of their just depth and breadth there. Everything from snacks and quick service food to fine dining is done really well there, I think. So let's talk about the restaurants. At Kadani Village, there is a table service restaurant called Sanaa. It used to be just open for lunch and dinner, but they have started doing a quick service grab and go breakfast there. I have yet to check that out, but it's filling the void of breakfast food at Kadani Village. That was a main complaint of people staying there. There was nowhere to go and buy food for breakfast, so you had to either hike over to Animal Kingdom Lodge, sorry, hike over to Jumbo House, which is, I don't know, a 10 minute walk, but if you're desperate for coffee and pastries in the morning, you really don't wanna be doing that 10 minute walk right out the gate. It could be longer depending on how far away you are in Kadani Village. So Sanaa is now doing this quick service grab and go breakfast. There's also a pool bar at Kanani Village that serves kind of sandwiches and appetizers and light fare and, you know, booze, of course, because it's a pool bar. It's great. Over at Jumbo House, there is a quick service restaurant called the Mara that's open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I think they open at 6 a.m. for coffee and pastries, 7 a.m. for hot breakfast food. And I think it's a great quick service location. I love quick service dining at Disney World and it's one of my favorite at the resorts. So some of the things I like there, they have great soups. They have a butternut squash bisque that is like liquid pumpkin pie basically. It's so good. They have an African stew that's served over rice that I love. They have flatbreads that are excellent. Um, they have the signature dessert at Boma, the buffet that I'm gonna talk about in a minute. They have in the dessert cases at the Mara, and that would be zebra domes. So if you've never had one, go experience them. You don't even have to pay the price tag to dine at Boma to get the zebra domes. You can pick them up at the Mara, and it's on the ground floor right by the pool. So Boma, let's talk this. One of my favorite restaurants, if not my favorite restaurant at Disney World, it is a buffet. It serves breakfast, brunch, and dinner, so it's not open for lunch. And the food here, I don't even know. How do I even start? It's so good. Everything that I've put in my mouth, every time I've eaten at Boma has been amazing. And I can't say that about any other restaurant at Walt Disney World. They have over 60 items on the dinner menu. I've tried most of them. This is so embarrassing. I've been there so many times, but I love it. But everything I try is good. So I can't give it a high enough praise. We've taken people there before who I wouldn't consider adventurous eaters. There is kind of an African flair to the food there, but it's Disney World, it's mainstream America, so it's not going to be that wild. But we've taken people there before that I was not sure how they would like it, and they came out loving it, saying it's their favorite restaurant. They've ate at the whole trip, so I can't give it enough recommendation. There's also a fine dining, a signature restaurant uh, at Animal Kingdom Lodge called Gico, which is another one of my all-time favorite restaurants at Walt Disney World. Personally, I like to go there and order off of their appetizer and first course menu and kind of make a meal of all of the options there because I think they have 12 or 15 choices for the first course there. It's easy to piece together a meal from flatbreads. Um, they make these little fried 
dough triangles with spinach and cheese and center. Oh my God, they're so good. I can't remember what they're called, but they're amazing. Um, they have great steaks, seafood, desserts. Everything is pretty adventurous and it's pretty pricey. I mean, it can get downright kind of ridiculous there, but as a special dinner, or if you want to go there and have a glass of wine and a few appetizers, that's not looked down upon at all. You can definitely do that. I've even taken my five-year-old there on a mommy-daughter date night, and she tried like wild boar and didn't know it and all these other crazy foods, but she ate it and she seemed to like it kind of. So, um, and last, there is a pool bar at Jumbo House as well, where you can get light bites and drinks, of course. So moving on, I'd like to talk about the resort activities there, because as I already mentioned, I think Animal Kingdom Lodge has the best free resort activities of any Disney World resort. There is just so much to do there. Okay, so when you check in, you will get a recreation calendar that goes through all of the daily programs, and it is packed full of things. So they have animal programs and wildlife discoveries that start at 8.30 in the morning and go till 9.45 at night throughout the day that some of them are geared towards kids and some of them are for all ages. So for example, at 1.30 in the afternoon, they have wildlife games at the pool deck. You can test your animal knowledge with your animal experts in the poolside activity. A lot of these are bead activities, which you, means you get a small kind of plastic bead for participating in the activity and they give you a little bracelet to start. So you can collect all of these beads by doing all of these activities at both Jumbo House and Kidani Village. So if you're staying for a few days, you could really accumulate a lot of them by doing these. It's a fun thing to collect while you're there and it's all free. Another category of activities are cultural immersion, and these are all led by the African cultural representatives there. We have done African face painting uh, that is right outside of the Mara, right by the pool before. It was really fun. They have some activities later in the day that are geared more towards adults. You can do a drum circle in the lobby. You can play African instruments and learn our role in the circle of life that's in the sunset lounge that's right off of the lobby. Um, it's incredible. So all day long, these are taking place. And then my favorite activities, of course, are the culinary ones. Are you noticing a theme here? So we've done, I think, all of these. <laughs> they have cookie decorating every day at Boma from 1.30 to 2. That's when the restaurant is closed for lunch. But they open up for free cookie decorating. They have animal-shaped cookies. And you can sit there and chat with the young women and men who are there on their cultural ambassador time. There's also miniature cake decorating over at Sanaa at 3.30 every day. We've done that as well, it was really fun. And then my favorite activity of all of them is a free culinary tour that's given every day at 4.15. You meet in the kind of waiting area in front of Jico and one of the cultural um, ambassadors takes you through both of the restaurants, Jico and Boma, and explains the architecture and design and how it's supposed to tell a story about life in Africa, some of the symbolism of what's shown there, and you get to sample some of the food. So at Jico, I've sampled their dips and breads. And over at Boma, we sampled soup, one of their soups of the day, and then got a zebra dome for dessert. And it's incredible how much I've learned in this tour about life in Africa, straight from people who are there to share their experiences with me. I, it's so much fun. 
I don't know if you have to be staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge to do it. To err on the cautious side, I would say, be staying there when you go. But they don't scan your magic bands or anything like that. It seems to just be open to anyone who is interested. In addition to all of these programs, there are poolside recreation activities all day long. Well, not all day. From 1 p.m. until 8 p.m. at the pools, both pools, every day. And these are led by cast members who are incredible. They bring the kids over, do all these fun games with them. Um, trivia, bingo, pass the water balloon around like hot potato. It's so much fun. So this is going on every day. In addition, you have a campfire every night from six to seven where you enjoy unlimited marshmallows you can roast over the campfire. And if you want to, you can buy a little s'mores making kit there for a couple of bucks if you want to go all out and make some s'mores. Then there's also the movie Under the Stars. Every night they use these giant inflatable screens. They blow up poolside and you can sit in the lounge chairs and watch, of course, a Disney movie by the pool every night. And they actually do this at every Disney resort from value level up through deluxe. It's a fun way to spend a night away from the parks. So next, I want to talk about, finally, the rooms at Animal Kingdom Lodge and share my secret with you for how we stay there on the cheap. So Animal Kingdom Lodge is like a lot of deluxe resorts at Disney World where there are two types, two main categories of rooms there. You have standard hotel rooms that you can book on the Disney website as a, just a hotel room, and then a separate category of rooms that are Disney Vacation Club rooms. That's Disney's version of a timeshare. If you haven't heard me talk about it before, it's something I love to take advantage of as a way to save money on stays at Disney World by renting Disney Vacation Club points from owners who are not able to use all of their timeshare points for the year. So starting off with that, I want to talk about the hotel rooms first. Okay, there's a standard view room, which is usually just of a rooftop or parking lot. And I'm gonna give you the price for these rooms. This is the rack rate without any discounts and before tax. Now it's gonna sound astronomically high, and it is. It's really expensive to stay there if you don't know my trick for renting points. Um, but keep in mind, too, that you can often, if not always, get a discount on this rack rate from Disney-released discounts. And in deluxe resorts, it's usually in the neighborhood of 25 to 30% off. So rarely would you, would anyone pay this full amount unless you are booking way in advance and or, or if you're getting a free dining package when you're required to pay the full amount for the room. So a standard view room starts at $345. That's in the lowest season and goes up from there. Pool view room, $376 a night. There's a pool view room with bunk beds. That's $396 and up. There's savanna view rooms. So these are rooms with a balcony that opens right onto the savanna where you can have full view of all the animals. And that starts at $4.99. And then there are savanna view rooms that have bunk beds in them as well. It's $5.23 and up. Now, I would never pay that much to stay there because there's a way to stay there for much cheaper. These Disney Vacation Club rooms start at a studio, which is about the same size as a standard hotel room. It's actually a little bit bigger. And it, they have a queen bed and a full-size pull-out couch there at Jambo House and I believe at Kadani Village as well. Then they have one-bedroom villas, two-bedroom villas, and the Grand Villa, which is a three-bedroom villa, and there's only a handful of those. Now, at Animal Kingdom Lodge, there's actually four different views in each of these categories. 
actually the grand villa only has two but in studio one bedroom and two bedroom you can get a value view standard view savannah view and club level club level includes uh, admission to a like concierge lounge with food that's always out that's complimentary um, and you can go there anytime you want eat and drink and I've never done it but oh it's on my bucket list to stay there club level but I've heard it's outstanding and it can be a good value if you're staying at the resort a lot and taking advantage of all the food that they're putting out. Now the DVC villas are a little bit different than the hotel room at Animal Kingdom Lodge because they have a little kitchenette in the room that has a microwave, a mini fridge with a freezer, a toaster oven, and some other basic supplies, an additional sink there in the kitchenette. And then the rooms, like I mentioned, have a queen bed and then a couch that pulls out into a full-size bed. I don't think it's queen. I think it's full. And the rooms are slightly larger with the exception of the value resort, which I'm going to tell you about now. So studio, value studios are the cheapest rooms there at Animal Kingdom Lodge. And in terms of DVC, they're the lowest cost points of any resort. They start at nine points a night this year. And in 2019, they go down to eight points a night. I have no idea why they dropped in points because that almost never happens. But yes, starting in 2019, they, you can get them for only eight points a night. And by comparison, rooms at Wilderness Lodge start, for example, at 15 points a night. So it's a big difference, and it's a way to save a lot of money. Now, there aren't many value rooms. The reason they're value rooms is that they're two feet less wide, I guess, than the standard rooms, and they can't you know, sell them at the same cost as a standard room because it wouldn't be fair to people who are paying the same and getting a smaller room. So they're slightly narrower. They're actually the same size as the standard hotel rooms there at Animal Kingdom Lodge. They're very hard to come by. I believe there's... A dozen of them not very many and um, the availability is often difficult to get even at the 11 month window so that is the earliest you can book DVC points now I finally got into one of these last September so I actually booked it 11 months before to the day with a friend of mine who is a DVC owner who was willing to do that for us getting on it's you know 6 a.m or whenever the window opens where you can book these points right at the 11 month window we get five nights in a row in a value studio the thing about the values is there's no guarantee of a particular view 40 percent of them have a savannah view 40 percent have a pool view and 20 percent have a parking lot view and it's just a toss-up as to what you will get you can make a request but i've heard that they don't honor requests and it's just random what you get so we looked out and got a pool view room right in the middle of the pack there which we were thrilled with because anything other than the parking lot views was fine with us <laughs> And we stayed there for five nights last September. Now, we were renting points from a friend. Um, we, I think, paid $14 or $15 a night uh, per point, sorry, to stay there. It broke down to be $120 a night to stay at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Now, if you compare that to basically starting at $400 a night to stay there, otherwise, it's a great deal. Um I mean, that's pretty much what you'll pay to stay at a value resort most times of the year, and oftentimes it's less than what you'll pay to stay at a value resort at Disney World. And we had access to all of the things that I have just mentioned above. We actually did mostly a resort-only stay. We went to the parks one day, but otherwise we hung out at Animal Kingdom Lodge most of the day, and then we went out to dinner at night at another resort 
or we ate there and we had a blast. It was probably my favorite Disney trip yet because it was so relaxed. We took advantage finally of all the things you can do at Animal Kingdom Lodge and it was so much fun. We did go to Epcot for Food and Wine Festival and that was of course amazing too. So if you too want to save money on a stay at Animal Kingdom Lodge or any of the other deluxe resorts at Walt Disney World that have DVC rooms, I have tons of information on the blog about how to rent DVC points. So if you go to thebudgetmouse.com, there's a resources tab. You click on that, and I think one of the first links is a link to my recommended broker for renting DVC points, and that's David's Vacation Rentals. And you can go through there. They will do literally everything for you. If you know which resort you want to stay at and you know the dates, they handle everything else. Um, if you want to learn more about that process, there is a post over on the Frugal South for now that is about renting points with a broker. And I believe you can t get to that from the resources page on the Budget Mouse as well. Yes, it's definitely there. A link to that. With kind of walking you through the process and kind of financially when you have to pay for what, um, a deposit and what have you. But it is kind of amazing that we get all of the benefits of staying at a Disney resort at Animal Kingdom Lodge for $120 a night. It is just a fantastic deal. So when I walked into Animal Kingdom Lodge in 2010 and I said, oh, someday I'm going to stay there, I didn't know actually how affordable it would be and that it really wasn't out of reach at all. So the last thing I want to mention about a stay at Animal Kingdom Lodge is transportation. This is some people's beef with Animal Kingdom Lodge compared to the other deluxe resorts. So transportation is by bus only at Animal Kingdom Lodge. There's no way to walk to any resort. You can't even walk to Animal Kingdom theme park, even though that would be brilliant if you could. I think they'd have to build like a tunnel or a bridge or something to get you over there. But for now, you can take a bus to all of the resorts. So the benefit of some of the other deluxe resorts is that they're walkable to some of the theme parks and you just don't have that at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Now, Animal Kingdom Lodge is also farther away from the theme parks, except for Animal Kingdom Park, than the other deluxe resorts. But this is what I have to say about that. If you get on a bus at Old Key West, let's say, it's gonna take you 15 minutes probably to get to Epcot. If you get on a bus at Animal Kingdom Lodge, it's going to take you 15 minutes to get to Epcot. It might take you five additional minutes to get to the Magic Kingdom than compared to the other deluxe resorts, but we're talking about five minutes. And most of the other resorts, it's going to be about the same. So some people think that by staying way down in the southern part of Walt Disney World at Animal Kingdom Lodge, you're so far away from all of the other parks, but I say no. It's really a five minute additional bus ride each way. And for, in exchange for that, you get this feeling that you are not in Orlando at all. You feel so remote there, which I appreciate because the parks are so intense, at least to me. And after a long day at the parks, I want to get away from the madness. So that was one thing that I didn't really like about the Polynesian is I felt like I could not escape from the Disney magic. It was like everywhere all the time. Now to some people, they probably love that. That's probably the main appeal of staying right there in the middle of the action. But I personally need like a little oasis way to like decompress from the theme parks and calm down. You really get the sense that you are staying on an African savanna when you are at Walt Disney World, even when you're in the parking lot, 
and you look out, it is undeveloped around that resort. So you really have an illusion that you're far away from everything. And I love that about Animal Kingdom Lodge, that I can get away from all of the madness there. So that about does it for this show on my favorite resort. I went a little long, but I'm impressed that I stayed under 30 minutes talking about Animal Kingdom Lodge. So thank you so much for listening. And if you like this show, take a minute to rate and review it in iTunes and even better, recommend it to a friend. You can find me over at thebudgetmouse.com or thefrugalsouth.com. I'm also on Instagram as the at the budget mouse and the best thing to do is join our private facebook group where you can ask questions about your disney world vacation and get to know other disney fans we're all nice people so thanks so much for listening again and have a magical day